0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today I'm going to be talking about my new favorite term that I made up, um, weaponized confusion. And before we get to that, I am going to, of course, tell you to subscribe. I have the one on men who say they only work for their wives and if you are in this situation by the way where you really literally only work in your job because your wife wants you to stop stop doing that (laughs) like that's not the way to live your life um I don't personally see a lot of people who do that again I work with real high achieving people generally that are in careers that they've trained a long time for and that they are generally passionate about although can upset them at times you know um but if you are in some shitty job because your wife says that's the only job she would allow you to be in get out of that quick you know I mean what like don't do that that's terrible like reach out to me or another therapist um, and we can help you understand why that is a bad move for the rest of your life you know but um, getting back to the topic at hand here Uh, weaponized confusion. So this is a term that I made up when people are real passive-aggressive. This is a passive-aggressive style and they act like they don't understand what you're saying. So here's like a good example. So a guy will be like, you know, listens to all my podcasts, he finally he gets up his courage, he says to his wife, you know, I've maybe not articulated this well before, but for me, sex is really about love. And so when, when we don't have sex, then I, I don't feel like I'm able to express love and to receive it from you. That's really my love language, physical touch. And the fact that we haven't had sex in X amount of weeks, it can be very difficult for me. And it's really not just about the orgasm at all. And uh, maybe this is what you've thought, but but it really is a way that I express love. So then, listen, if it's the first time, she may be like, genuinely, I don't understand. Can you tell me more? But, so let's say he tells her more. So he tells her for like an hour, you know, which is not unusual. And then she's like, I don't understand. So I I don't understand. So what you're telling me is that, like, sex, like, us having sex, that's what makes you feel love? Oh, because, like, I I mean, I just, like, I'm just, like, confused because... I, I I just I just don't like get that like I hear what you're saying but like I I don't really get that so what does that sound like it sounds like the mean kids in middle school right or high school where they're like wait I don't understand you thought that was cool to wear like you thought that t-shirt? Like I don't, I just don't understand. Like you you like that t-shirt? So you like that band? You, you like that band? Wait, I don't get it. So weaponized confusion is a way for somebody to shame you for your beliefs when they actually do understand. If they got a million dollars, the woman in that situation would be able to explain what sex means to her husband for probably like five bucks, never mind a million. And of course, not only women do this, men can be super passive aggressive as well. So a woman that says it really bothers me when there's dishes in the sink overnight. It really, really bothers me. Uh, clutter, I can't stand clutter. It reminds me of my house growing up was always a mess. I really want us both to, to be focused on that, you know, um, getting the, the dishes out of the sink, please. And he's like, I don't understand we so wait, like I, I work a whole day, and the important thing is that the dishes are well we, you know, we don't sleep in the kitchen, right? Like we're in our bedroom, so we don't even see the dishes. So like I I don't really get it. I don't really understand what you're saying about how the dishes would be important when we're not looking at the dishes. Like, fuck you, yes, you do. Stop lying, you know. <laughs> like you you again, if you got a million dollars for describing it, all of a sudden you would be quite loquacious about it, you know. Oh, well. Clutter really bothers her. It really reminds her of her upbringing, right? For a million dollars, you could say it, but you're not saying it now because you don't want to do it. So you're like using this faux confusion, this weaponized confusion that then like the boy who cried wolf, when you actually do have something that you're confused about, your partner is going to believe you. They're going to be like, there they go being a dick again, you know, pretending that they don't understand when of course they do. And so when you really do not understand something, you know, they're not even going to believe you so then people have said like uh what should you do if you really still don't understand well there's a couple of things you could do you can use a different tone of open and warm curiosity like oh really so like tell me more about that because it's really not how i operate so it's hard for me to understand um you can also say that you'll do the thing and then ask the questions about it which already relaxes them because there's buy-in so like for example the husband could be like okay I'll get the dishes out the sink, you know, I understand uh, it really upsets you, but like just so that I don't do anything else like this, or just so we can kind of understand uh, why we don't keep getting along about this, can you explain it to me again about the clutter? That's like totally different. And that's stuff that we would do in therapy is trying to help each side genuinely understand and empathize with the other side, the opposite of this weaponized confusion, a mutual warm and respectful understanding. Now, why would people do this? Well, why do they do anything? Because it's what they grew up with. So obviously, like, you know, we learn um, from our surroundings as everybody believes about their own kids, but minimizes in response to themselves. So if you go around acting like a dick in front of your kids, you're not going to doubt that they're going to pick it up. But then people are like, oh, yeah, sure. I know my parents are assholes and I act totally different. Really? How? What was your competing template? You know, it's extremely hard not to pick up the stuff that you're brought up with, so like you had a parent who was very passive-aggressive. Was like, uh, I don't understand. So, um, you don't want to do your piano lessons anymore because I don't really understand that. Because uh, uh, piano, I, th- I thought we understood that piano is really good for you, and so I-, I just don't understand. Fuck you. Yeah, you understand, <laughs> but but you're just pretending you don't. So, if you grew up with a lot of passive aggression in your family of origin, then this communication style is going to be very natural for you. Now, what do you do if if you are faced with this if every time you say something your partner is like doesn't understand well you can say at some point you don't really seem to understand me a lot <laughs> so i really feel like we ought to go into counseling because i obviously can't explain it there's no way i'm explaining it that's working out so what we really need to do is to you know get us into an environment where maybe somebody else can explain it of course what people tend to do if they have lower self esteem is to somehow think that they are that they're um, whole vision of the world is wrong and crazy because they've allowed themselves to be shamed. And that's not what you should do. So, when somebody tries to shame you into saying that you, what you think is invalid, then you got to stand up for yourself and be like, no, I know that the dishes bother me. Uh, maybe they bother me too much, you know, who knows? But I am willing to go to therapy to talk about it because obviously we are not communicating well on this. So, be open minded. Be like, you know, perhaps, um, perhaps you. You don't like my perspective because something about my perspective is dysfunctional. That's possible. I find it hard to believe that you cannot understand what I'm communicating, but possibly you can't. In that case, I might need somebody to explain it for me. And honestly, usually the person that's passive aggressive really does not want to go to counseling because they know they're being a dick and they know the therapist is probably going to call them out on it. So all of a sudden, you know, the the, the light will open up into Plato's cave and all of a sudden they're going to understand you. What a miracle from heaven. But if not, then good, because you get to go to couples counseling, which is probably going to help you develop more uh, effective and healthy communication styles than just sniping at one another in a passive aggressive way that involves a lot of lying to both yourself and to the other person so um if you are like deadlocked in this sort of communication impasse where you both quote don't understand each other also do a lot of introspection into yourself do you really not understand the things that you're telling your partner that you don't understand or are you bullshitting because you don't want to have to deal with them so in the case of the sex thing when women are like I just don't understand so like you're saying like oral sex is like so exciting so I don't get that like I I just don't really get it because like for example like you know, you can masturbate. So, like, if it was like, I, I just don't really get, like you're not trying to get it you know like you're not trying to get it you just keep going back to your thing which for women in this situation is frequently just go jerk off you know and so like they're trying to push their perspective and say that they don't understand the other person's perspective in the subconscious hope this is not intentional nobody does this intentionally like a psychopath you know but it's done unintentionally because you're so uncomfortable with what the other person is saying that it would be so much easier and more convenient if they were just um incredibly stupid like that would like that would be better for your side you know if you were to somehow just um be able to prove that they were just wrong and stupid then that would be a lot easier you wouldn't have to get outside your comfort zone so like the the subconscious fantasy of the people that are doing this is that the other person is like my god you're right I don't have a leg to stand on I don't like sex after all you know which is like nuts but you know that is the subconscious fantasy is that the person and just, just gives up because somehow you have proved to them that they don't have a leg to stand on. And this is done not because you hate your partner or you just uh, want them to suffer, but because you're so, so rigid about what the way that you view the world that you don't wanna even think about, you're anxious and you don't wanna even tolerate the idea that another person could think so differently than you and that it could be a close person to you. That idea is so threatening. It makes you feel like the whole relationship Relationship is um, under attack, and also that you may have to change your perspective, which for anxious or rigid people is is like the worst to think that they may have to change their perspective causes like them to be filled with tension and anxiety because they like to stay in their comfort zone they like to pick one way to view the world and so um, so in this case it would be the way of viewing the world is that sex is shallow and within an intimate relationship sex is not important and we must both agree on this in order for the marriage to survive because otherwise everything that I've ever been raised to believe is under threat and yeah, I mean, that, that's not a, a very good trait to have within an intimate relationship because it keeps you stuck in this super um, inflexible corner where you cannot allow yourself to understand your partner's perspective because it competes with your own, and that causes you to feel so much anxiety. So usually the people doing this and engaging in any sort of passive aggression tend to be anxious, rigid people who cannot tolerate discomfort and cannot tolerate being pushed out of their comfort zone. So that's generally who engages in passive aggressive manners, sometimes even aggressive manners, because like um, they get so pushed into a corner, they feel by the other person having a competing perspective that in and of itself is so scary that they just lash out like a cornered animal and they'll just say anything they have to in order to get out of the um, situation. You know, like a woman who say, well, then you're an animal and then I, I want to leave you because that, that that can't be right. That That isn't love, you know, or just something like that. Um, or a man who's like, "Well, I can't live like this. You know, <laughs> I can't leave the, the get the dishes out of the sink. God damn it." too rigid like always ironically it's so funny because when people call the other person rigid within a relationship usually nine times out of ten they themselves are equally rigid like that's why there's problems right because one person wants things one way the other person wants things the other way neither one of them will move if the guy wasn't rigid so the guy is saying that the woman's rigid frequently in that situation that she wants the stuff out of the sink is he not being rigid as well for wanting to keep the stuff in the sink obviously i mean that's just logic but it's so much easier to call the other person rigid and to act like your way is the only way that makes sense and is flexible. Who's being flexible? Zero people are being flexible there. One person wants in, in the dishes, in This dishes in the sink, one person wants out of the sink. Is this, like, this, this is like a math problem. It's like negative one, positive one, you know, that's absolute value, still one. One of rigidity. <laughs> so, um, It's obviously something to introspect if you have thought of yourself as this flexible partner that is hamstrung by the rigid partner, why are you so upset then? You know flexible one <laughs> what 's the matter like why like of course, sometimes somebody really has ocpd i 've done a podcast about this they 're really incredibly anxious, and you have tried to do everything. not only you get the dishes out of the sink, but you clean up the whole goddamn kitchen, you do every other thing that they ask. you do ninety nine things out of a hundred, and then finally you 're like, "No, this other one 's a bridge too far. yes, then you got one rigid one and one that 's more flexible, but you still don 't have a happy marriage. So in that situation, no matter if you think that, yeah, in your situation, you really are the flexible one, well, that that uh, w- winning that prize has not helped thus far. So in these cases, it is um, very beneficial to get into couples counseling where you can get an objective perspective on who, in fact, is being rigid and whether really both of you can stand to be more flexible, which, spoiler alert, is usually what the couples counselor will come out with, is that both people need to compromise and move toward one another on the spectrum of, of whatever the individual issue is or in aggregate what the issues are. So this weaponized confusion, if you're doing it, the point is stop, acknowledge it, and you can even apologize to your partner and be like, you know what, I do understand your perspective, but it's so difficult for me, it's so hard for me, because it's so opposite than mine, that I try to pretend that I don't, because I wish, I wish that that I could just say that your, your perspective was wrong, you know, but it's not fair to you, and I guess we do have to confront it and tackle it, no matter how unhappy it makes me to do so either way, no matter what, your partner will appreciate you coming forward in that way and being like, look, I do understand. At least I understand it as well as I think I can, being somebody that thinks differently. And, um, and, 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 or you can say, I genuinely don't understand it, you know, and I, I want to look at it more and I want to understand you. So this, this warm, benign curiosity uh, and open-mindedness to hearing a competing perspective is the opposite of weaponized confusion while still being confused. You can still be confused, of course, without uh, weaponizing it because I really don't understand. Can you please explain it to me more? you know like and then the person may come forward and explain it in new ways that they feel open to be able to do finally cuz they feel relaxed like you're not up there ass and trying to to break them down and to judge them they can finally maybe articulate things in a new way feeling like you're actually there and genuinely want to understand and hear them versus that you're want you, you're waiting for another way to act like what they're saying is shameful or stupid So that would uh, enhance your communication, obviously, for one person to think that the other person's not out to get them. All right. So hopefully you benefited from hearing this. And if not, I don't really understand why not. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye.